Hello, this is the Legal Close Vodcast, Simply Real Estate. I'm attorney Richard Lawrence, and I have Kara Zellers with me today. We're going to talk about custom builder contracts. In prior vodcasts, we've talked about the overview of builder contracts generally. Mm-hmm. We then talked about production builder contracts, and now we're going to focus on the custom builder contracts and how those um, impact buyers. So what is a custom builder contract now? So as opposed to a production builder, where we mm-hmm. talked about a large home builder building a lot of homes in a you know, in a subdivision, if you will, a custom builder contract is one for which you've engaged a contractor, usually a very specialized contractor to build you a home of your choice. Mm -hmm. You may have your own architect. They may have an architect in house that does the design work, but this is a, this is a, a builder contract that you have specifically and your home is probably unique to anyone else right. around you. Very Un- custom. Unlike the production build where every other home could be very similar in look and feel, the custom builder arrangement is is obviously much different. So the experience is much different as well. Obviously the costs are usually much different. Mm-hmm. Um, but a custom builder contract, like I said, is one where you've customized almost every aspect of the home on the property. What are the primary aspects to consider with a custom builder contract? So when you talk about a custom builder contract, uh, right, you're dealing one-on-one with a builder who's very sophisticated, uh, probably generally well capitalized. They've been doing it usually for a while, um, as opposed to a production builder where they're just trying to spit out homes. The custom builder, usually they want to deliver on a high level of quality and service. So that's mm-hmm. as a starting point, that's a good thing. Um, what I typically tell people... Um, when we get into a custom builder contract situation, your biggest issue is just making sure the builder is going to do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so the primary thing I tell, you know, potential, uh, you know, uh, cons- clients or consumers of, right. a, of a builder contract, find out as much as you can about that builder, right? Because that you're going about to enter into a relationship with this builder. So get as much information and recommendations that they a know what they're doing and b that they're easy to work with Mm -hmm. because that's important that makes all the difference yeah that's the practical reality right i could have a great ironclad contract with this builder but if they're just not nice and not easy to work with it's going to be a horrible experience not good at communicating and whatnot so i tell people like the first aspect or thing you should be concerned with is this somebody you want to be in a relationship, a contractual relationship, building your home for mm-hmm. the next potentially 12 to 18 months, right? Yeah. It's going to probably take a while. So that's kind of the first thing that I look at. The second, when I get into the contract, I, what I'm looking for is clarity on how much things cost, right? So it used to be back in the day, you could do a fixed price contract. Those don't exist anymore. Now they're mostly cost plus, which is what is the cost to build? plus the contractor's free fee. Right. And, you know, costs are kind of hard to pin down. So at the beginning now, what we want to do is really try to make sure that we're either not going to exceed a certain number. So we have what's called a guaranteed maximum number so mm-hmm. that the builder knows. But we also have a schedule of values, right? So the builder is going to put together a schedule of what everything costs. We're going to look at it. We're going to make sure it's all there so that there's really no surprises. There may be some fluctuations in the cost as building goes on, right? but with a schedule of values that shows exactly what each category is going to cost up front, you at least know what the buckets are and mm-hmm. where the movement is. So as you're moving through construction, you can start to you know, maybe take something out of this to make up for the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and some contracts also have a contingency for fluctuations um, in the cost structure. But that's one thing I'm looking at is what is the cost structure and how can we kind of 
you know, isolated down so we know what right could change during construction. Uh, another important thing in custom builder contracts is how does the contractor get paid, right? When are the draws made for when they're building mm-hmm. that they're getting paid to do the work? We never want to pay a builder more than what they've actually done on the site um, because custom builders are notorious for using dollars from one deal to fund another. Mm-hmm. So we never want to make sure that they, we paid them ahead of what's actually been done at the site. That's another important aspect. Um, another one is... What is the timing for completion? A lot of custom builders, sometimes they're you know single contractors. Maybe they have a small team and they just take on too many projects. And so they may have 10 homes, but they're only in a, have the ability to do five or six comfortably. Right. And so they take on another four contracts. It could be that you may not be done in 18 months it, it, because they've taken on so much. So. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I like to do is to tell, you know, set expectations up front, have the builder commit to a time frame, a comfortable time frame, and then we have damages if it's not done within that time period. That Makes way, sense. right, the consumer or client knows, all right, after 16 months, it's going to start costing the builder. So the builder is mm-hmm. going to start hyper focusing on our project right. before that time comes. Because that's um, frustrating if it gets you oh, know, way Oh, I've had a lot yeah. of clients after the fact, of course, before they've come to me and say, I'm in a builder contract and it was two years ago. I signed it and they're not done. Yeah. I don't have any place to go. I extended all I could. And yes, understanding how long the builder is going to take and then putting some type of penalty on that delay mm-hmm. is important. Um, the last thing I'll say, and we talked about it a little bit in the production build contracts, is at the closing phase, again, we want to make sure we've done a professional walkthrough. Mm-hmm. You might want to hire an independent inspector outside of the builder to walk through with you to make sure everything's operating properly. And if it's not, that you have a punch list. A punch list is a list of items that need to be punched out or cleared out. Right, fixed. Um, right, or remedied and fixed. Mm-hmm. And so you want to put in the contract that all of those things need to be done before I close. In a production builder contract, you don't have that kind of leverage. You can ask for some things like the use and enjoyment of the home, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't ask for everything, right? If there's nicks and scratches, a, custom, a production builder is going to be like, there's no way I'm holding this closing mm-hmm. up for paint that needs to be touched up or a broken tile. Right. Whereas a custom builder, because of the high level of customization and, and the service that they want to deliver in the, full, the end product, you can usually have enough leverage to say, there isn't going to be one thing wrong with right. this house when I move in. It needs to be ready to go for me in every way. So those are the things that I look for in a custom builder contract that you know are fairly unique. Perfect. Well, thank you, Absolutely. Richard. Thank you guys for tuning in with us today. You can check us out on Instagram, Spotify, or LegalClothes.com. And we look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Thank you.